Straight Ahead in association with the 606 Club, bringing you the best in jazz every Wednesday evening from 10.
very good evening to you. Welcome to Straight Ahead for this week, brought to you as ever, along with London's leading music venue, the 606 Club of Chelsea. Many thanks indeed to Colin, and he's back with you next Wednesday evening from 8. So it was a track produced by the great Oliver Nelson from 1961. His set was called The Blues and the Abstract Truth. And of course, we just listened to that seminal number, Stolen Moments. There's some wonderful, wonderful features there. You had Bobby Bryant on the flute, Eric Dolphy was on the sax, and Bill Evans was on the piano. Next, we've got some Hank Mobley. A couple of years later, 1963, with the three-way split. Thank you. 
mentioned it's a track called three-way split you'll find it on the no room for squares album and along with him on that track, track was philly joe jones the drummer and of course lee morgan was on the trumpet so looking through the first hour of this show at least we're going to be having some big bands from the likes of jimmy heath and clark terry we're going to be hearing from nancy wilson and also it's a rather special show uh, just after 11 o'clock we're going to be back in conversation I say back in conversation i think it was a couple of years ago kathy kathy rich was with us last well she's chatting to us again this evening and that's all going to take place just after 11 o'clock really really fascinating interview about the new album that's just been released from buddy we've been playing tracks from that over the last few weeks as you know and talking of buddy and this doesn't count as buddy's bit of the week here is buddy along with his great mate mel tomei and lady be good (laughs) 
They call her the first lady of song. I call her the high priestess of song. She can do no wrong. She can do no wrong. She's been the greatest in the land since she sang with Chick Webb's band. And I love her, I love her. I tell you people I love her. Sweet and lovely Ella be good. Oh, Ella, Ella be good to me. Cause our kind of music is sometimes misunderstood. Oh, Ella, 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 you are so good for me. Some say jazz just isn't sensible. But the way she sings it makes it comprehensible. Here's a bow to the great first lady of song. Ella Fitzgerald can do no wrong. Did it, 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 did it,
And I'm just guessing that when George Gershwin wrote that number, Lady Be Good, he never expected it to sound quite like that. Two men that knew how to take a number and take every inch of swing out of it, Bloody Rich, along with Mel Torme. And I mentioned Lady Be Good. Just want to say hello to a very close friend of mine as well, and I have a very special mention, actually, because without Mike Parlett, this show would never have been here. Mike started this show about four or five years ago. Well, five years ago, I think it was, actually, and was solely responsible for getting me involved on solo. And I know he's uh, listening to this great show over in L.A. this uh, well, this afternoon to you, Mike, and a very good afternoon to you. Carrying on now with the music, this is Thad Jones in Count One.
find that track from trumpeter Thad Jones on the album called After Hours. And the group of musicians that were on that particular album were often referred to as the Prestige All-Stars. And it featured Thad, of course, on the trumpet. Kenny Burrell, you would have recognised on guitar. Frank West was on the sax. Mal Waldron piano. And Paul Chambers bass and on the drums. There was Arthur Taylor. Next, we're going to pop down to Chelsea for the first time. Uh, Mornington Lockett is with us this coming Saturday. Always a very, very popular and busy gig. And we're going to hear from Mornington along with the Stan Tracy octet and a track called Crackers and Bangers. Straight ahead, every Wednesday from 10pm with London's leading music venue, The 606 Club.
and lock it there along with the Stan Tracy octet crackers and bangers is the track we just listened to and I was just checking in with the club while that track was on there's still a few tickets available for Mornington who's with us this coming Saturday best thing to do is to go over to the website and get your tickets quickly which is 606club.co.uk many thanks indeed for joining me this Wednesday evening on Straight Ahead I hope you've enjoyed the music so far and there's plenty of wonderful jazz still to come so I hope you can keep me company through until midnight don't forget of course just after 11 o'clock we've got that interview coming with Kathy Rich back to the big, ba- big bands we go now a track a live recording at Buddy's Place and this is Clark Terry's big bad band and it's Sugar Cubes
Free swing, I'd say it's Nancy Wilson. Clearly, my album is showing a little bit of the uh, ravages of time there, going back to 1967. But a wonderful, wonderful version conducted by the great Billy May. And just before that, it was Clark Terry's Big Bad Band with Sugar Cubes. Going back to the big bands now, actually, this is the Jimmy Heath Big Band with Meritage Hum.
come. However you're spending your Wednesday evening, be it maybe coming back from club or theatre, thank you for spending it with me here on Straight Ahead. And don't forget, I'm with you every Wednesday evening, along with the 606 Club of Chelsea from 10 through until midnight. So probably one of trumpeter Clifford Brown's best-known albums was his first album, the 53 set, New Star on the Horizon. It's that album that we're going to right now with Whale Bait. <laughs> Thank you. 
Clifford Brown and Whalebait. So it's time now for the interview I promised you at the beginning of the show. We were going to catch up once again with Cathy Rich and it's that time right now. Listen online, on DAB and on smart speakers. Straight ahead with London's leading music venue. The 606 Club. And a very good evening or afternoon to you, Cathy Rich. Thank you for talking to us once again here on Straight Ahead. <laughs> Wherever I am. Where, where, where are you? Tell us, where are you? Where are we speaking to I'm you I'm actually now? in Chicago at the moment. Okay, so we're going to make this confusing for us all. Good, good afternoon. <laughs> good afternoon, exactly. It's keep? evening where you are, so good it evening sure there. Is. <laughs> how, how are you keeping? I'm well, thank you. Very, Good. very well. It's been a couple of years since we hooked up last when we were face-to-face in a hotel over in London. In a hotel lobby, yes. That's what you got it. Yeah, you were rushing around, people whisking in and out. Every five minutes you had somebody else in and I had my time with you. It was good. It was good. But now we get to do it like this, so it's yeah, better. Yeah, casual. Exactly. We can Not relax. so rushed. Nobody looking yes. over our shoulders. So the reason for getting you on the show, and thank you so much for spending a few minutes chatting with us, was of course obviously this brand new album of unreleased material. Yes, yes. So when did you first become aware of the fact that there was some material around that hadn't been released? Well, it's interesting because um, in 1986, um, my dad played his last week at Ronnie Scott's and that Mm -hmm. was always his favorite place to play. And it was the end of the tour. So they were relaxed and the band was, you know, on fire. And I was in California and something just told me that I should get on a plane and go to London, which I did. And they were recording for two nights. They were doing a live album from Ronnie's. Mm -hmm. And uh, I luckily happened to be there for that and got to sing. And, you know, it was just like a fantastic, you know, experience. And actually the last time I got to travel with my dad, because sadly, shortly thereafter, he was no longer with us. Mm -hmm. So um, this material, they had, you know, two nights worth, four sets worth of music and Buddy owned half of it, and Ronnie Scott's owned half of it, and never the twain was met. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> so um, for years, literally 33 years, it took to finally get this released. So you were there on the night that these were recorded? I was there. I there's sang a, there's a track. on, on yeah, the there's record. There's a track, that's right. Yes. Yep. yep. So, um, you know, it's, it's interesting because all the times that he recorded at Ronnie's, I got to sing. Yeah, so I, it was, you know, fantastic. Sure, sure. But it literally was, you know, kind of like a battle for all these years because different owners, obviously Ronnie passed away, the other people in the club passed away. And so someone else came in and bought the club. And with that, they had all of these amazing, you know, recordings from Mm. all the artists that had recorded in the club. Mm. So, you know, it was just, it, it was, it was a thing. Let's put it that way. And finally, uh, with the help of my good friend, manager, promoter, Toby Cruz, um, kind of was the intermediary. And, you know, finally, finally, we got it done. So you'd known, obviously, about these recordings, just be fighting the battle in the background for all these Absolutely. years, trying to get with the legal side tied up. Exactly. And, you know, you'd get a record deal and it wasn't a good enough deal or they'd get a record deal and it wasn't a good enough deal. And you know how it goes back and forth. And literally... 30 years went by. Mm, it's criminal, isn't it? This material it's sitting criminal. around for that long. Absolutely. And, and what happened, chances that, though? You just decided to get on the plane to come over. Well, isn't that interesting? I mean, just something was gnawing at the back of my head and said, you know, go. Had he been and in good I health did. up to then? I mean, I know. Yes, yeah. fine. So there's no signs. It was literally just a sixth sense that you had. Absolutely. And wow. it's funny because it was one of the greatest weeks. You know, I spent a week with him on the road um, throughout England. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we just had the time of our lives. It was really one of those memories that I have now 
that I'm so happy that I went because it was my last trip with him. When he was over in London, did it, or in the UK rather, did he play other <laughs> cities other than London? All. Every oh, one of them. Oh, right. Okay. So it's nationwide. <laughs> I mean, yes. I mean, up to Scotland, you know, Ireland, um, all through the UK. He was just, I mean, he loved that country. I don't think I got to tell you this. And it's a place what? you probably will never have heard of unless mm. you watch The Office with David Brent, that is. I saw your dad play in Slough. Did you? Slough, the Fulcrum Centre in Slough. I was about <laughs> mm, five. <laughs> wow. So, I, I don't think I've ever been to Slough. I've been want to, to every other city but that one. <laughs> I've just alienated every listener from Slough and Berkshire. I'm sorry. Sorry, Slough people. <laughs> there you go. So, yeah, so because I, as I mentioned to you, when we did meet face to face, I was lucky enough yeah. to see your dad play mm-hmm. about three or four times. My dad was a massive Buddy fan. As you know, I've got all oh, the wow. original albums still from sure. that time. So, I think you said that your dad had a studio at home. Is that right? Did not have a studio at oh. home. He did no practicing ever at home. He was like, <laughs> the, the man worked 300 days a year. He didn't need to practice. So the, what I was going to drive to is, do you think there's <clears> any <throat> other recordings that could show the light of day? Do you know if anything else that he was in a studio sometime recording? I so. Or? I mean, I know that Capitol Records owns the catalog that he recorded um, for Liberty Records, which are all those right. original like albums. Statue of Liberty, um, wasn't it? The logo? Yes. yes it, and yeah. I don't think, I'm not sure, there's probably other takes of tunes mm-hmm. but as far as going in and having recorded and that was put away i think this was the last one i'm so glad you finally got out and working our way through them we've been playing tracks from it over yes. the show last and last uh, week on the show i actually played the porgy and bess medley which was beautiful oh just the tones the flavors the delicacy it was everything that the band is known for it's just a stunning piece of music it just i mean he loved that the music from porgy and bess and Keith Bishop, who was one of the sax players in the band, mm-hmm. uh, he had him, he just said, write me a chart. <laughs> As, <laughs> As you he do. was known to do. <laughs> and that is what came of it. So it, it's a magnificent piece of music. And so this album is actually, as you said, four sets, over, recorded two sets over two nights. Yes. And did the charts, I mean, <clears throat> did he know what charts he was going to play when he went on stage? How much were the band versed? Or did they just take a pad and he would call the numbers? I think that um, for these recordings, you know, and I think I I wrote the liner notes and I think I wrote in there that, you know, he was so relaxed during these recordings. He was it was almost, you know, like he didn't have anything left to prove. Mm -hmm. He was just enjoying the band. That band had been together for a couple of years, which was like an eternity Mm -hmm. for him because, you know, people would come and go. But this particular group of men that he had were just so incredibly tight and so, I mean, the the level of perfection with this particular band on those nights was beyond anything I'd ever witnessed. Mm. And he was just sitting back, picking music that was a little bit different because they were charts that I really hadn't heard before, mm. a lot of them. They were written by Matt Harris, who at that time was the piano player in the band. And it's just, you know, it's astounding to me that he just, was in that frame of mind where he was so relaxed and just his, it comes out in the playing, it comes out in the choice of music. And, you know, I think it's a really eclectic group of tunes that he picked. It really is a fantastic, well, as it turns out, epitaph almost to be his final recordings. This is a beautiful collection of pieces. I agree with you. I think it's really one of the, I think this is the recording that he always wanted. He always wanted something 
he could never get it in the studio and he could never really get it when you record live. It's, there's so many variables oh, isn't there? and you, you know, you just never know what you're getting. And it, this was recorded by the Rolling Stones mobile truck. Right. And they know how to record. That's all I can tell you is that that truck I know went all over the world to record and they blocked up Frith Street, which is where Ronnie Scott is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And this huge recording truck was out there with, you know, the cables all coming through the front door of a 200 seat club, this tiny little place. And they just recorded the band so well that 30 years later, you know, even though the technology has changed so much, Still you know, sounds... when we bounced it from, you know, tape to Pro Tools, I mean, it was, it's like you're in the room with the band. This is the album he always wanted. Now, I was so impatient. I was like a little kid at Christmas. I, I camped across it on Twitter, as you do, over a cup of coffee one morning. I was yes. flicking through, and of course, I follow you on Twitter. And yes. I saw about this album. So I went and got it as a download. I, I went and bought it from one of the download sites. Is it available as a physical album? Is it available on vinyl? It's available on everything. It's on all platforms. It's on iTunes. It's on Spotify. It's on vinyl. It's on CD. Um, there's two different versions. There's one that has, I think, a second CD, which is um, a chart with ha with the drum solo. And then I believe there's some talking on that one. But it's 30 something minutes long. He played Good News, which is one of his big closers. Yeah. And he does the most unbelievable solo. And obviously, you know, when we were mixing it, it you know, everyone in the studio is in tears because yeah, it's just, you know, you Coming can't, life, I can't, yeah. I still can't deal with it. No, 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 no. You know? I'm not afraid to play a long track. I mean, indeed, Paul Gimbess was 10 minutes. I think 30 yes. minutes probably for radio yes. might be pushing my <laughs> luck. A, a little, little long. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I could go for a very long break during that time. but See, You could go out and have coffee. So I think <laughs> <Come back. laughs> it sounds like I've got to buy myself another copy of the album in a physical, doesn't it? Yes, you must get the vinyl, you know, because yeah. I, vinyl has become so popular again now. And I think, you know, you really get the clarity. Well, one of the albums that I cherish uh, from the collection was the Class of 78, which was recorded, I remember clearly, direct to disc. Yes. That was the big thing back then, wasn't it? And uh, yes. I mean, still, to the, okay, it's showing its ravages now, because I think it was 80, yeah, no, se se well, 78. 70, I'm, I'm trying to work out. Yeah, so how many years is this? Yeah. Yeah. 40 odd years. So it's, you know, but it's bearing up really, really well. I don't think that album's available digitally either. I don't think it is. And the, the crazy thing, he did two albums direct to disc. He did that one and then the Together Again for the first time with Mel Torme. Mel Torme, yep. And it, it's the most insane thing because I was in the studio with, for both of those. Mm -hmm. And if people don't know what direct to disc is, it means that there's a guy in the control room with actual vinyl on a machine and you play the music, you know, you basically are in concert. You can't stop. You can't make a mistake. And if you make a mistake on the last note of the last tune, you got to start from the beginning because there's no way to edit. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like you have to be pretty on your game to record direct to disc. Yeah. And well, I say that is why the sound is just still so beautiful. I will get myself yes. a vinyl copy of this album as well. And talking about, uh, recordings again i don't think i got to mention when we last met i've got the two dvds that you recorded and released about 10 years ago i think was it which they're was? like they're set up almost like live in a club it looks like but it's oh, i would yeah, imagine yeah, a tv yeah. it's a set i'd imagine yes. it's yeah, wonderful, yeah, yeah. wonderful dvds wonderful dvds there's um, a new dvd that's coming out or that is out right now it's called the buddy rich show up close and it was a tv show that he did in new york for three days 
and he was the host and he had guests and it's it's got Stan Getz and Ray Charles and, oh, uh, you know, Lionel Hampton, Anita O'Day. I mean, it, it goes on and on. This is a, an incredible DVD. Did you and say I that's believe it's already, available on Drum Channel. So it's already available now? Yes. I'm going to be a poor man at the end of this year. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a book that's out. There's, I mean, it's, it's the Bunny now, Rich year right now. now, now it's now, crazy. Now, while we're chit-chatting, just before I let you go yeah. into the distance, there was talk of a movie for some time, wasn't there? We're, we're, we're doing it. <laughs> really? It's happening? <laughs> yes, it's happening. So we're just kind oh, of man. tweaking scripts and talking to studios, but it's, it's, it's going to go down. So it's really actually going to happen? It's going to happen. And you've, have you, you say the script's sort of in the bag. Have you started thinking casting and so on? Or? You know, we, we, there's a few people that have, you know, we've talked about. Um, none that I can mention of at this moment, not. but I'd be happy to, when we're getting a little bit closer, to talk to you again and tell you. So do you think when I see the movies <laughs> coming around, I can maybe trouble you again for another quick chat? Of course. And Anytime. Are you, are you coming back over to the UK sometime soon? Yes. There's talk that we're doing something. There's a Royal Air Force concert at the London Palladium coming up end of March. Mm-hmm. And I believe my birthday. Uh, That's my Greg, birthday. <laughs> Greg Parker, yeah, who's the yep, drummer in the of band. Of course, yep. Uh, I think we we may be coming over as special guests. They're doing a little tribute to Buddy, um, which would be fantastic for us. Um, and then it's looking like August for Ronnie Scott. Okay. Well, it looks like hopefully next year we could get to chat a couple more times in. Absolutely. It looks like it's exciting times for you. So. Kathy's very easy to follow over on Twitter, of course, and uh, yes. Facebook you're on. on. Facebook and Instagram, I'm, I'm everywhere. <laughs> and uh, I assume, uh, the one thing I don't look at often is your website, but clearly you'll have a website. TheBuddyRichBand.com. There you go. I'll be going to look at that tonight. So, Kathy, thank you ever so yes. much for your time. Once again, you're always so generous. Thank you. Oh, thank you. It's always a pleasure to talk and to it's you. A, and thank you for, so much for all of us for releasing this great unreleased material. Everybody go out and buy it because it's unbelievable. At least three times. At least three times. <laughs> Kathy, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Talk Thanks, to you Kathy. Soon. Cheers. You soon will. Bye. Bye-bye. I'd like to meet my daughter, Kathy. She's, uh, she just flew over here from L.A. and spent a week here with us. At what? It's only 6 o'clock in L.A. That's right. It's only 6 o'clock in L.A. You heard the man. <laughs> Bring it on out. Let's go. It's my daughter, Kathy, ladies and gentlemen. This next tune is an old Lambert Hendricks and Ross tune called Twisted. Crazy scenes before it came to now 
Thank you so much for giving us the time for that interview. And uh, that was a track we just played from the album Just In Time. And now you know why it's called Just In Time. The fact that she literally just got over here in time to make the recording on what turned out to be her father's final recordings. And that track was called Twisted. So it sounds like I've got to buy myself a vinyl copy of the album as well. And also a copy of that DVD, Buddy, up close. Oh, turned out to be an expensive interview for me. Um, what have we got coming up on the show before the end? In fact, on that Buddy, up close uh, DVD that Kathy just mentioned, she said about Anita Day being on there. So I've got some Anita before the end of the show. We've got some Sarah Vaughan from probably my favourite album of Sarah's, Live at Mr Kelly's. But next on the show this week, we've got some Blue Mitchell.
The man who only lives for making money Lives a life that isn't necessarily sunny Likewise the man who works for fame There's no guarantee the time won't erase his name The fact is The only work that really brings enjoyment Is the kind that is for
nice work if you can get it and if you get it won't you tell me how Melissa Stiliano with a great version of the uh, jazz standard nice work if you can get it and preceding that was Blue Mitchell which I mentioned Sweet and Lovely was the track we just heard and it featured Joe Henderson on the tenor next we've got that track from Anitro Day that I mentioned just a few moments ago 606 gift vouchers a unique present for those who love the good things in life No tears No Remember there's always tomorrow So what if we have to part We'll be together again Your kiss, your smile Our memories I'll treasure forever So try thinking with your heart We'll be together again Times when I know you'll be lonesome Times when I know you'll be sad Don't let temptation surround you Don't let the blues make you bad Someday, some way We both have a lifetime before us For parting is not goodbye No fears Remember there's always tomorrow So what if we have to part We'll be together again Your kiss, your smile Our memories I'll treasure forever So try thinking with your heart We'll be together Times when I know you'll be lonesome Times when I know you'll be sad Don't let temptation surround you Don't let the blues make you bad Someday, some way We both have a lifetime before us For parting is not goodbye
away and we'll be together again. I'm sure, like myself, you've got albums in your collection you absolutely cherish. And the next track from Sarah Vaughan is one of those such albums, live at Mr Kelly's. I'm not sure how readily available it is, but it's a classic live recording album of Sarah. She's playing with the audience and with the band through uh, many of the tracks. Just a great joy to listen to. And from that album, we're going to listen to Willow, Weep For Me. Thank you. The next number is um, Willow, Weep For Me. In just a minute, we're going to find a key. <laughs> Willow, weep for me Willow, weep for me Bend your branches green Along the stream that runs to sea Listen to my plea Listen and willow for me Gone by lover's dream Lovely summer dream Gone and left me here To weep my tears into the stream Sad as I can be Hear me willow and weep for me to the wind and say that love has sinned to leave my heart breaking and making a moan murmur to the night to hide her starry light so none will find me sighing and crying all alone for me weep in sympathy bend your branches down along the ground and cover me when the shadows fall bend
ever meet I've really fouled up this song real well <laughs> According to that I'm through But they're not so we'll keep on singing Will away for me Will away for me Will away for me Will away for me And after they found a key, that was Sarah Vaughan, as I mentioned, live at Mr. Kelly's with Willow Weep for Me. Jimmy Jones was uh, on the piano on that particular track. And that big bump you heard during it, that was uh, Sarah walking into one of the mic stands. I think it was just one of those gigs. But what a great recording. This coming uh, Sunday evening, we've got a lovely gig down at the club. Claire Martin's with us and I'm going to be speaking with Claire in a few months' time. She's got a couple of other projects coming up that she's keen to bring us up to date with. But uh, this coming Sunday evening, as I mentioned, she's going to be down there along with pianist Richard Stilgo. But from one of her latest albums, Believe in It, this is Claire with A Little Eat More Each. Skyline view A sound So true Reflecting you Each day 
chance to see Claire, as I mentioned, this Sunday evening down at the club, along with Richard Stillgo on the piano. But that was Claire from our album Believing It and a little more each. Don't forget to go over to the website, 606club.co.uk. You can get your tickets and make reservations there. Next, we've got something rather beautiful from the Miles Davis Quintet, and it never entered my mind. Thank you. 
a track that's seen me through many a late night. It's absolutely gorgeous, isn't it? You'll find it on Miles Davis Quintet's working album, and it never entered my mind with uh, Red Garland on piano. And John Coltrane was on the tenor, and we've got some Coltrane to finish the show with. Many thanks indeed for your company over the last couple of hours. I hope you enjoyed the show, and many thanks indeed to Kathy for that wonderful, wonderful interview. And don't forget, go and grab, grab yourselves a copy of that brand new album, Just In Time, the final recordings. Try and get on vinyl if you can. And I'll, I'll be back with you at the same time next Wednesday evening from 10 for more great jazz, along with the 606 Club of Chelsea. So I'm still very much in my Coltrane mood at the moment, following that documentary I watched over Christmas. And uh, this week, to finish off, we're going back to 1966, and it's the title track, a wonderful track as well, from the Time After Time album, with Paul Chambers on the bass, Red Garland once again on the piano, and Jimmy Cobb is on the drums. Many thanks indeed for being here, and I'll see you at the same time next Wednesday evening. Mm-hmm.